You know, corporate communications has been important for a long time, and there are a lot of experts like Mary Spaeth that teach corporations how to handle crises and how to communicate with the media. I think more important now may be communication with your own employees. You know, how do you fire them? How do you retain them? It seems like it's become a real challenge. Mary Spaeth has just celebrated her 35th anniversary as president of Spaeth Communications and Seems to have pretty good job security. It's good to have you with us. Well, it's nice to be back. I, if you have your own company, I guess it's 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 easier. <laughs> Tell me about corp about corporations over right now. I mean, it's really a dilemma. Um, workers are hard to find, and so you got to hang on to them. But by the same token, it seems like they're trimming workers left and right. How do you communicate with your employees? Very carefully and frequently and you know david it's been very interesting because like as you mentioned we've been at this for a couple of decades but businesses really should regard employees as a prime asset and companies say that all the time employees are our biggest asset and then they behave in ways that show that that's not true because it's interesting generally your own employees are among your best recruiters for new employees and they're certainly the people who deal with customers and so no matter what tone or values you set at the top, it's the people who are customer facing who have to carry them out. And that's the piece that is frequently um, overlooked. And then, as you mentioned, we've got these waves of layoffs. I haven't seen anything like this since the late 80s. Yeah, it really is remarkable. And at the same time, you know, you don't set the stage for the good times returning. It was a, a CEO of UBS the other day who announced uh, he was cutting bonuses because, you know, times are tough. And at the same time, he got an 11% bonus in pay. That's not the kind of that's not the kind of the communication you need to have. No, that's exactly wrong. But, you know, <clears throat> it's been that way forever. When I first moved to Dallas back in the late uh, 80s, I worked for Republic Bank, and they laid off 15% of their own people. And the, the uh, C-suite gave themselves a 15%. Uh, pay raise or bonus for performance like what did you perform you performed terribly um, but you know I've been preaching this for a long time you know the military does this they say generals always they they sleep where their guys do they eat what their guys do and and that really should be how businesses conduct themselves it's the old golden rule which I know sounds corny but you treat others the way you would like to be treated in those circumstances how hard is that to understand I don't know, but I, I think there's some control element that's been lost. I mean, right now, you, 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 your point's well taken. There are lots of layoffs, and I can give you a long list of, you know, Facebooks and Googles and SiriusXMs and Amazons that are doing it. But meanwhile, a lot of corporations are trying to gather their people back and get them into the office. And after COVID, when they all learned, you know, how productive they could be and how much fun it was and how much cheaper it was to work, you know, remotely, uh, it's hard to With get the a dog. It's hard to get him back in. That's it, true. Well, it, it's not only that, um, David, but to your point, the the communications are making things worse. Um, I know you get our our monthly bimbo memo, but one of the things we've done is keep track of the mistakes. Explain what a bimbo is. What, what the bimbo uh, bimbo is. The uh, the number one mistake, the easiest to spot and the easiest to avoid, because it goes to how people hear things, is to repeat and deny a negative. Because the listener overlooks the denial and they hear the opposite of what the speaker is trying to say. And we named the genre after the young woman who was caught with a high profile but unfortunately married man 
And she held a press conference and announced, I am not a bimbo. <laughs> this, of course, causing everyone to think that she is. So we put out a monthly bimbo memo, which are the three best, by best, of course, we mean worst, bimbos of the month. And, and it's designed to be funny, but it's also designed to be a reminder that communication is a strategic business tool. And I tell all our clients, um, David, I'm about to go off and teach another course at, at Cox tonight. Whatever industry you're in, whatever function you're in, you're in the communication business. And if your definition of communication is just more, you're in trouble. Yeah, and, and some of it is, some of the communication is how to keep your reputation. Or in the case of it, I know you recently wrote a piece about Wells Fargo, which just cannot seem to get out of its own way, is how do you get your reputation back after you lose it? Well, the, um, the, the bottom line is it is possible, but it's not viable. And unfortunately, an awful lot of companies, and Wells would be a good example of this because it started a couple of years ago, and their first response was to change their branding, which turned out to just be changing how the well-known stagecoach was depicted. Um, and I'm not, a, I mean, I'm actually, of course, a supporter of advertising and marketing. It keeps us all afloat in many instances. But you have to get your own people on board because they're the people, as I mentioned a minute ago, who talk to your customers, who talk to other potential employees. And so what you have to do is the hard work of building up through small group meetings, the opportunity to, here's the chalker, David, to listen to your employees, to see what they have to say and to communicate with them in a way that is not self-centered. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing is keeping track of all the things, the ways that uh, companies are letting employees know that they are gonna be laid off, which are entirely self-serving. And I, and I think, Sometimes just inhuman. Um, last year, the, um, the the CEO of Better.com convened 900 people on a, a Zoom call, a conference call, and he said, if you're on the call, here's the bad luck, guys. You know, you're terminated <laughs> now. Like, Wait a minute. This, oh, this, is, this, is, this is like Elon Musk now talking to Twitter employees. Uh, you know, he was our bimbo winner of, tw of, tw of uh, 2022 for his great comment which is that Twitter cannot become a hellscape free-for-all where anything can be said without consequences. <laughs> the, you know, the other thing that, and, and you've been working with corporations for, like I say, over three decades, but, you know, the fact is, I don't know of very many CEOs, I could probably count them on my left hand, who've ever been CEO of a company during a period like this, when you've got higher interest rates and inflation and not very good economic times. There, there's a big learning curve out there. Oh, that's true, but there's always hope. And one of the things that we tell our clients is whatever you're facing, of course, transparency is key, but part of the job of a leader is to provide hope. And that's critical. And I think, David, even when we're facing all these layoffs and a lot of uncertainty, you know, big surprises, we stumble out of the pandemic, there's still hope. I mean, we're still a part of the greatest country in the world. We're still making things. We're still growing. And although the layoffs are unfortunate and a lot of people's lives will be upended, there's always hope. But the key for the leaders of companies that are going to go through these convulsions is to think about how you communicate with it. And again, how you listen to your employees. It's it's stunning to me how many companies shine. And, you know, I, I understand that because it's it's scary and it's um. Uh, it, 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 it hurts your own self-confidence when you have to announce that you're going to shrink your workforce. But that still means it's something that you have to do 
and you have to do it well. And you have to be able to get them back at some point in time because one of the arguments right now, and this is kind of playing out with Jay Powell, the chairman of the Fed, talking about the employment situation, is it's almost like musical chairs. Is is We're seeing layoffs by lots of corporations, but other corporations are lamenting the fact that they can't find qualified employees to hire. So everybody who's getting blown away, at least a lot of them, seem to be finding jobs right now. I think that's true. Again, that goes back to my earlier point. Your current employees are really your best communicators uh, as ambassadors, and very few companies do a good job. Mary Kay, for example, would stand as a, as a terrific uh, example of a company that does a fantastic job with all the people who are their independent beauty consultants. I mean, they are so excited and so passionate about Mary Kay. And, you know, other companies can benchmark that. It is doable. You just have to go into it with a plan and you have to be open. And of course, you have to be a communicator and you have to listen. One of the problems, David, that we track every month is that the people who know about communications in a corporation are frequently not empowered and they're not highlighted. One of my favorite modules to teach is the BP oil spill from a decade or so ago. And it's particularly funny because if you look at the, at the broad range of how it's covered, they keep making mistakes. At one point, their CEO comes out and he says, I'm sorry, I'd like my life back. <laughs> Good. You know, there are a couple of <laughs> people who actually did die. And then the chairman comes out and he's in the Rose Garden in the White House, in the White House, you know, hundreds of cameras. And he says, some people think that, that oil companies are greedy, but not BP. We care about the small people. Okay? We care about the small. And I've never been able to figure out whether he means small business or ordinary people. But it's a great window for us into culture. Because both of those people at, at the most senior level of the corporation weren't listening to people who could help them. And that's key. Mary Spaeth, president of Spaeth Communications, and has been keeping corporate America in line for now 35 and going into her 36th year as, uh, as a corporate leader. It's good to have you with us always. Thanks. I hope people will sign up for the Bimbo Memo. It's very funny, but it is a serious teaching tool. It is. It, it is indeed. I always I always look forward to getting it. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.